Support for Oyster World Radio comes from you, our listeners. If you would like to support the show, visit the link in the show description or visit patreon.com forward slash oysterworldradio. For only $5 a month, you get all of the behind-the-scenes coverage of how these random interviews materialize, plus some travel tips. So don't miss out and support the show today. More support means meeting more people that you would normally never meet, less travel headaches while you're on the road, and you get to learn the ins and outs of everywhere I go. Become a Patreon and an expert traveler at patreon.com forward slash oysterworldradio and support the show today. Welcome to Oyster World. Radio. Hello, Oysters, and welcome to another episode of Oyster World Radio, the podcast where we broaden our perspectives by listening to the stories of people from all over the globe. I'm Nathan Lieberman, and in this episode, we bring on Yiset Ramos. Yiset is a curious guy. He's full of energy. And he never seems to slow down, spinning class five times a week, drinking with his friends at concerts after, while also hosting wary travelers whenever he can. Yuset is always up to something. That's big city living, but also very uniquely Yuset. You see, Yuset always fights for what he wants. Not in an obnoxious way, but the consistent persistence it takes to get things done. He's chasing something and won't stop until he gets there. Now, what is he chasing? I guess you have to just tune in to find out. Coming from Madrid, Spain, I hope you enjoy my conversation with Yzette Ramos. Yzette, welcome to Oyster World Radio. We're really excited to have you on the show. We're here in beautiful Madrid, and how are you doing today? Thank you very much. Well, today I think I feel great because yesterday I went to um, a basic session. Is is an event that a friend of mine celebrated in Madrid because he's an entrepreneur. And I had a long time that I didn't see him, and there were two fantastic groups, and we spent a really nice time. But the problem is when you're turning 30 or 32, it's like uh, the next day you're like destroyed, <laughs> even if you haven't drank anything but well. Yeah, because it was a good very, time. A very good time, and, 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 I, and I can say thank you. Well, the good that. news is it's Sunday, and that's what Sundays are for, yeah, is to yeah, be lazy. Yeah. You didn't yeah, have to yeah. do anything today. It's all right. Yeah. You're right. And the good news is, I mean, Madrid, I I didn't know much about Madrid before mm-hmm. I came here, but there is a lot going on. It's a big city. Seems like there's events all the time. People are out having drinks, being social, and it seems like you're right in the middle of it. I think uh, Madrid is, is the capital of socialization. If you compare with other capital of Europe, uh, it have a. It's like when people say uh, Spain is different, and the meaning of Spain is different is that even when you don't know anybody, you can go out and you can meet so many people, uh, in that moment because people is very open and Madrid is a capital to to meet. Yeah, and it seems like people are just relaxed, having a good time. They allow you to join their conversations because they speak so loud. part of the Mediterranean lifestyle, <laughs> and, and that's cool. I think the world needs more of that. In cities where people used to live very fast and, and that they don't have time to to connect with other people, it's like you feel alone. So it's good to go to places where you can go out. And even when you don't know anybody, you can drink something and, and you can meet and you can learn some history of other people. Yeah. 
And it's nice to, to speak to someone that's lived in Madrid for so long. But that's not where you started, though. You actually oh, no, have no, 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 a... totally no. My background is from the Caribbean. I love to say Caribbean and not South America because I think the Caribe is like uh, is like a republic because culturally all the um, the uh, countries. You would, you would include Colombia into that? Sorry, you would include Colombia into the Caribbean? You'd say? Um, no, 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 no. I don't think so. I think Colombia is a great country, it's fantastic, but have so many cultures like other countries. But if you compare somebody from the, from the from Los Andes, which which are the cities who are in the mountains of South America, mm-hmm. uh, are totally different from the Caribbean. The the mixes of races that we had in the Caribbean were totally different from the rest of the country. It makes people more open. And a common feeling that you, if you see, I think in the Caribbean we have more in common with somebody from Dominican Republic or from Cuba or from Curacao than we can have with somebody from Bogota, for example. Oh, but all the countries has differences. But I think the Caribbean is a republic. And is that where you grow grew up? No, is... no, no. That's um, that's very strange because I feel so proud of that. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. You're, you identify as Caribbean, yeah, uh, but you're lot, not, lot, from, like not from it. the Caribbean. I like it, but I, I which no. is totally fine, of course, because I, Caribbean's wonderful. Uh, I think it's fantastic. But yeah, I I I did grow up in in Madrid, which is a fantastic city. Uh, and I'm happy for that too because I I can have another view of the world too. Just if I if I have lived in the Caribbean, maybe my point of view of life would be totally different. At that time, I would have three or four kids. I will be a very happy father of family, <laughs> with a car, with a a big house maybe, and I will be very fat and all the typical stereotypes types of people <laughs> who maybe for me are so not, bad. yeah but no not so bad i mean each life is different but but maybe i would have other life not the life i have right now yeah but i feel comfortable with what i do with what uh with the freedom i have and how i can control my life yeah i feel the owner of my life not the subsidy is the owner of my life absolutely and so we'll back it up just a second too because mm. you got to this freedom spot in your life but yeah it, it took a little bit to get mm. there, as it always does. Mm. Everyone has to find their way. But you were actually, you grew up in Madrid, but yeah. you were born in Colombia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a very interesting family background. Yeah. Your father was Italian, correct? No, uh, the family of my father is a mix because um, uh, his father is originally, his family is from Cuneo, from the north of Italy. And his mother have a background of of Lebanon. When Lebanon was occupied illegally by Turkey, they emigrated. They took a ship and they emigrated to America. America, all the continent. So they didn't know where they will get. And the family of my father uh, and of my grandfather emigrated. The his family they emigrated from from Cuneo. And they get to to the Caribbean of Colombia, to an island, which his, the name is Baru. It's a very nice island nowadays, I think so. Oh, okay. And there were three brothers, and they start to work and make family, and make family there. 
Okay. And then your mom's side of the family My came mom from Lebanon. Her bag from where? From Lebanon, right? No, 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 no. Uh, my family have the mix of race. Half Italian. Oh, I am way off. Yeah. Half Italian <laughs> and half Lebanon, his family. Okay. And my mother Lebanon, family. Not Lebanon. 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 <laughs> yeah, well, Lebanon. I completely Lebanon, missed English, that. No? Oh, I I thought you meant Lebanon, like the Middle Eastern country, Lebanon. Yeah, Lebanon. Oh, Lebanon. Okay, yeah, Lebanon. so, okay, we were saying the same things, just yeah, the I, English versus yeah, the Spanish in, in version. Sp- in Spanish, we say Lebanon. Oh, okay. In, in English, it's, I think, Lebanon, no? Yeah, with a yeah. B. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, anyway, continue. Yeah, it's Lebanon, yeah. From Be- they, they weren't from Beirut. They were from other I don't remember what his name. And my family and my mother family is from Cartagena originally. Maybe from the sla- um, they were mixed from the people from the slavery time and people from normal. Uh, who I don't know how to say Criollos. We say Criollos. Yeah, they Creole were a mix- is yeah. the same. Yeah. They were a mixed family. So that's, 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 that's curious. Yeah, we are a very big family. We have a, one of my grandmother, brother had like 60 some, 60 sums. So I have a very wow. big family. Yeah, <laughs> it's curious. When I traveled to Colombia, I used to go to the small village where normally they live, where they have been living since a long time. And I used to visit them just to connect with my history. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's very fantastic. You listen to stories about your grand great parents and, and, and you say, oh, fantastic how how you come to a new country and you start to build things. That's cool. And you have so much history to discover, too. Oh, of course. Lots and of I will do. And go. I will do uh, in a in 15 days that I will travel then again. I think it's a very interesting country. That's why I feel so proud to 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 be from there too. Yeah, absolutely. You should be. So you were all all of that came together in some mm. small miracle. Yeah, yeah. To and then here you are in mm. in Colombia, born yeah, in Colombia. Yeah. And then that moved to Madrid. So not only did all of this uh, come together in Colombia, mm. but then right back to Europe. So you've been on the move mm. for a while, at least your family's been on the moon No, my, for a long my, time. well, I mean, Colombia always been a complicated country. But uh, when my f- parents moved to Spain, I think they came looking for other options that maybe in Colombia they couldn't find. So that's why they moved, uh, they moved here. Mm-hmm. Uh, my father could come here because they had, uh, he, his family have the Italian nationality, so it was easy to, to live. I think at that time, Spain was part of the European Union. I'm not sure when we start, when we were included in that. So it was easy for him okay. to, to do that. And so you were quite young when you yeah. moved. But do you remember? Was that a hard move for you? I think so. Because when you move to a country and we're very young and Spain never have been a, a, a country like France or England because... Countries like England, France, they have been receiving immigration since a long time ago. Their societies are more mixed than in Spain. In Spain, four years ago, it was like a, it was like a, a country like maybe imagine Albania, where just live people from Albania. They they don't receive any immigration. So it was when your journey is complicated, and 
child should when they see something or someone who is different they are sometimes they are bad I was a very strong guy, so at that time I was a very strong child. Yeah. So the first year was complicated. I have to fight a lot because your accent is different, your color is different. Uh, maybe you the way you see seems are totally different from the rest, and there weren't too much different boys in class. Uh, we can understand for different that you come from another country. But then when I start to be a teenager, I mean, it changed. There were more people and you meet some friends and, and maybe you feel like you are included to 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 the area. So I think it changed. But in the first, first year, we're a bit complicated. Oh, I'm sure. You don't feel so comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you said you had to fight a lot. Mm, yeah. And you said teenage years is when it started. Yeah, I think to... teenager was a great time because you have your own group of friends and... And you start to go out, and yeah, I think it's good. I uh, I feel a nice freedom here when I when I when I was a teenager. I had a lot of friends, and I I always have been very open, so it was easy to to have your own group. So what was a typical day? Like if you a weekend day when you didn't have school with your friends when you're a teenager. Oh, we used to go out without money, of course, because we didn't have. To, I didn't work at the time. Yeah. So I started to work when I was eighteen, and I could work uh, as a waitress. I was going to the university, and I started to work as a waitress. Um. Yeah, it was normal. I mean, like yeah, any other normal. teenager. Yeah, normal. for uh, You a go out, meet with your friends in the park or in the plaza or in the plaza and talk with your friends. We didn't have smartphones. We have just a telephone at home. They, your friend used to call you. Your mother used to answer. <laughs> and she said, you are not going to do anything outside. So, yeah. Yeah, it was... Uh, and then you commit, you start to leave uh, with few money, you start to meet girls and and you start to live, I think, uh, to to feel more comfortable with your life, being independent. Yeah. Hmm. Seems like a, a growing up, typical teenage, yeah, yeah, figured yeah. out yeah, yeah, yeah. Type of lifestyle. So this is when you started to hit your stride, you moved to Madrid, mm. you just stopped fighting yeah. people, which is always good. But then, so you mentioned this earlier when we were in the in the podcast that uh, if you stayed in Colombia that you might be fat, or, or if you stayed in the Caribbean you might be fat. With the no, family I didn't have any problem with fat people. <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. <laughs> bad. bad life can be a happy life, absolutely. I but said, that's that's yeah. what you thought yeah, you yeah, wanted, yeah. and maybe that stuck with you because yeah. all the way through university. That was almost yeah. the mission, was hmm. the married, the kids, the car, yeah. the house. Well, I think uh, every society is totally different. And I always have thought that there is not a real civilization. We, I think we spend a lot, we spend, we, we used to, I don't know how to say, uh, invest. Yeah, money. invest, yeah. I think human beings invest a lot of money trying to discover life in others' worlds. And, and I think in the here in our planet, we have so many worlds. Because there are so many ways of sea life. For a guy from Colombia who have never lived abroad, who have never had the opportunity to do an Erasmus, Erasmus is the program that we have here to interchange or live in other countries in Europe and see how they live. Uh, It's complicated because Colombia is a very Catholic country. I'm atheist and I'm happy for that. 
Uh, because when you are atheist, if you don't believe in a superior God, uh, sometimes things that people used to see like bad, you don't see like bad. It's like other reality. And I can see when I go to Colombia with some of my pre uh, cousins that you need to have a car at one age. You have to marry at one age. Normally, they used to marry very young. <laughs> I was, I don't know how to say that, I was impressed when one of my cousins, who is 25 years old, now he's living with his girlfriend, which is very normal, but uh, he has two kids. He was 25. When I was 25, I think oh, it was man. my crazy moment of my life because my 20s here in Madrid were, were very wild. <laughs> I don't used to talk about it too much, but they were very wild. Yeah, I can say that. That's why now that I'm 30, I used to say that I'm very happy to... To, to finish my 20s because my 20s were very, um, very, fun. yeah, very a little fun. crazy. Totally. <laughs> It's like boys just want to have fun. Okay, was... so I can't let you get away with that. I'm going to have to pause. Do you have one good story from your yeah, 20s well, that really well, maybe, sticks yeah. out that you want to say online for everyone to yeah. hear? Um, oh, what I was saying. Just, oh, come on, just one. What? Just one story. <laughs> don't, don't blow it up. No, I was curious. I mean, yeah, at the time I didn't have any limits. I can say that. <laughs> Even when I used to be out of Spain. Uh, yeah, I was curious. Uh, I remember uh, I was working because I started to work at the age of 18. So I had money. And when you have money, you're very dangerous. When when oh, your mother yeah. has to give you, it's other thing because you have to control very much. And, and I start to meet people. We start to go out. And I remember even when I used to, when, when I was studying the university, I was the kind of guy who I come go out. Maybe we start to go out at eight because in Spain, we normally used to go at the time when now it's the same too. We used to get to discotheques. Now I hate discotheque. I have to <laughs> say that. You discotheque yourself out. Yeah, I yeah. hate it. <laughs> uh, but at the time, I remember I used to get to a discotheque at 11 or 12. And it was too early for us. What? The best time is one o'clock in the morning because the discotheque is well. But you start to drink in Bart because I think in Spain we have a very strong connection with bars or pubs, they used to say. And we used to start at seven, uh, seven no, eight. We start at eight or something to drink in bars, talk with friends. So when you get to the discotheque, you are not drunk, but you're very happy. And so you don't drink more. You just start to meet, to, to chase a little bit and to dance. And when we just, we just to finish at six o'clock in the morning or 5.30 and we just to wait Um, until eight because after parties were starting here, so it was very nice after parties. It's just nonstop. And just yeah, and yeah. That's why I told forever. you it was a wild life. And then we used to be there until eleven, more or less. That's so, so crazy. Yeah, everything shuts down at 2 a.m. And I have and I have some classes. Party. I have some classes. My classes normally used to start at two. Uh, Two o'clock in the afternoon. So I used to sleep two or three hours. Jesus. It wasn't every day. It wasn't every day. Yeah, but one day. Just some days. Yeah. <laughs> it was so heavy. I know. I, I know. Now I, I, I realize that it was so heavy. But there were other times, man. I mean, oh, it man. was a long time ago. I was 18 or 20. 
<laughs> so to to get back to the main point, because that's still the European yeah. way of partying is so crazy to me. It, it, it's a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. But to get back to your story, so you you had a great time in your 20s, but you also had this mentality of maybe like your cousin. Oh, yeah, I was impressed when I heard right. that. Even though I told him, why are you with two kids right now? I mean, I'm not able to, to have a kid because I wouldn't know how to, to build another human being right now with 25 and you're thinking and take a plane on Ryanair because at that time you could find, you can travel to Portugal, for example, for five heroes. Go on back. Jeez. Imagine at the time working with Freedom, very young, maybe single, I, I don't remember at the time. Your state of mind was totally different. You can at the time eat the world you just were thinking just finish the university maybe start a master maybe it could be possible start to work um go on and enjoy in life because you just you just have one and when i saw my cousin that he was with two kids and he was working very hard uh, his wife was very a role model because she used to work but she was the one who used to stay at home cooking taking care of the boys head she's like a wonder woman because in spain uh, boys and girls used to do the same thing yeah. you know it's, it's no there is no difference yeah it was different it was a shock for me yeah because you had this worldly view or where you have you've seen different places yeah, yeah. and yeah have gotten out so going out of that phase of your life then what uh, in the pre-interview we talked a mm-hmm. little bit that there was a conflict between that and then also this more open mm-hmm. freedom that yeah. you were just talking about hmm. but was it ever hard to choose because i'm sure your family might have put pressure on you to yeah but i don't care <laughs> but you don't Is even care okay so throw that throw that question Is out that's a, a terrible problem? question Is there a problem? okay <laughs> my family and my father um they are very colombian i think i mean they are like in shock because i'm 31 or 32 i don't know what age i am because i stop when i turned 30 so i stopped counting <laughs> uh they are very shocked because they said eh, you should have a kid right now he said i don't want to be a father I decide not to have kids, and I'm very happy with that decision. I don't need it because if I have a kid, your idea of have a kid is not to be alone when you are older. Your idea is to have a kid to that your kids take care of you when you get older. And I don't think if I if I were a father, and my sons want to be a hippie or want to live in Georgia in a monastery and live her life, is his fucking life. I just have him because i wanted to feel a baby and and to take care of him and make some but he can go away and and i will have to organize my life to have a good when i get old to have a good way of of life but live by myself you know he can visit me of course but i have my life and we have his life he's independent because i give all what he needed yeah but not to to take care of 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 me yeah that's selfish yeah, well, you know, I mean, it's got some merit. It, that That is an old idea of have kids young so they'll take care of you when you're old. And it that, happened in it, China right now. Oh, actually. it happens everywhere. In so many countries. Oh, yeah. even back home in the U.S., that's a common theme. 
And I don't think it's bad, of course. No. I don't think it's bad. But maybe selfies have kids off to that they take care of you. In Colombia, it happens sometimes that uh, a mother and a father doesn't forget their dreams just because they have four kids. They start to work hard to that their kids grow up, they be a professional, and they help them, and 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 they they, they will be very happy because... Their kid did what they couldn't, but I don't think it's the right thing. I have to fight for my for my dreams. Mm-hmm. It depends. It doesn't matter. Maybe my dream is just to be on top of a camel running for all. But I have to fight for my rights. And my kid will have his dreams or her dreams. And she will have or he will have to fight for it. But I can put away my dreams because of my kids. Because yeah. when I die, the last day of my life, maybe I will feel bad about it. Yeah. And I think that that way you think is very selfish with you, not with other people, with you. That's why I decide I don't want to have kids, but I want to fight for what I think is, is right. Maybe, yeah. Or maybe in two or three years I will change. And I said, I decide to have a kid. Absolutely. So what what is what is the dream now? So kids, that life. The Mercedes, all that, not right now. Not no, I don't want, want a Mercedes because I don't yeah, drive. But, but now what? Oh yeah, you don't <laughs> want to drive in Madrid. But what? What? what what's the dream? What, what are you? What are you chasing? My dream, you say though. My yeah, dream. Yeah, your what? dreams. Well, talk about dream is complicated because uh, I think, I think I, where I'm working, I have, I have freedom. I can say that. I have some months where I have a lot of work and I have to work hard, but I'm learning a lot. I would like to work with wine, have like a winery in the north of Spain, have like a winery in Yard, produce the wine, try to sell to other countries. And I think for me, it's very, very cool. And have a peaceful life. Ah, oh, so you want to start yeah. a winery? Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. it. I like it. That's why when I was 20... Six, I did a wine course in Bordeaux. That's why I'm learning France too. I think wine is very, uh, there is a very opportunity with wine. And I think it's something that is vinculated to the style of life of somebody. Make you happy, make you health. And I think it's, it's art. Wine is art. Yeah. Absolutely. Seems like you're really passionate about it. Yeah. Okay, so here's a good question. You have... This one side, your family may be giving you some pressure. I'm sure at this point they've accepted you. No, they won't pressure you. me because sure they know that I'm now. wild and stuff. So. <laughs> but so you, you have that. You have this dream of the winery and you're somewhere yeah. in between. So what's your next step towards that? Okay. Uh, actually, I'm working for a, a very big company which have operation in Portugal and Spain and France. Are they in the wine industry? No, oh, well, okay. kind of, kind of. But uh, we have so many brands, restaurants. So it's being played with lifestyle. I have the part of culture. So all that time I've been learning how restaurant works, because in the future restaurant will be one of the of the person or the places who will drink my wine, mm-hmm. the wine I will sell. I have learned how to to coordinate big, very big groups because I'm the one who organized the training of like 800 persons in the company. 
I think that's too much for a guy. I think that's so, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like all the things that maybe you can do wrong in your company. You are do. I'm trying not to do in my company. <laughs> I'm trying to do in that just to learn. And I hope to work more years. When I say more year, maybe five or six years more. But right now, I am starting to 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 start to build step by step. My, my twin. I'm with uh, a boyfriend of one of my best friends. We are trying to buy some some small portion of land in the north of Spain, and I'm starting to 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 travel. To, I'm traveling there to learn a little bit how he controls the land, how he organizes. But it's a very different style of life. That's why I said that when I move there or when I have my winery. My life will change a lot because I will live in the countryside. I <laughs> won't you go crazy coming Why? from the great city of Madrid with all this stuff going on, and then country. Because I have lived it. I have lived in a big city yeah, my fair. whole life. It's fair. So I don't need it. I don't need. I don't miss the metro. I don't miss the terrace. And if I went, always I can travel. I was very happy when I went to Sicily to. Uh, My friend is studying in the north of Italy. I met him through Couchsurfing too. He started marketing. Um, his father has like a piece of land in Sicily, in the countryside. He produces olive one, uh, olives. Man, it's a peaceful, it's a peaceful life. Sit in front of the sea. Have a, a house where you can feel that it's yours, but not because you have a very a Mercedes in the uh, or you have. No, it's, it's other life. It, you know, it's peaceful. It's peaceful. And I want it. In the city, you, sometimes you don't have people. Yeah. And, you know... But now I'm young and I, and I have to leave it. Yeah. Because I will miss that in a couple of years. Yeah. Not afters, not parties, not discotheque. No, I just will be focused on my, my, my doing. Yeah. So it seems like you, you're very good at identifying what you want And going after it. Not always well like this, I think. But I'm 30. 30 and more. 30 and plus. <laughs> 30 plus, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I can say that all what, all what I have lived until now have made where I am right now. Sometimes you have to fight with my father. I spent one year without talk with him because he didn't understand so many things about my life. And, and he said I was wrong. And I was going immediately to the destructions and all of that. I say, yeah, I'm going to Babylonia, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but I think now he realized that I was right at the time. But I have to fight for what I think. Yeah. If not, you will die in a way. Yeah. You'll sacrifice one of the deepest parts of you, seems like. One of the deepest parts the of your soul. The only thing I will sacrifice is... Um, the only thing I will sacrifice is maybe not make other people happy. Because I know a cup of a glass of wine. I can make everybody happy. Yeah. <laughs> The only person I have to make happy is me. Yeah. And and I think I will fight for that all my life. So that's a really that's a really powerful message, I think, and a great way to wrap up the show. So I I have one more question for you because mm. I think that is something that a lot of people struggle with. They don't know how to fight or they get trapped in situations that they don't necessarily want to be mm. in or 
whatever. So as someone that is experienced in fighting for what they want, for someone listening right now, what would you say to them as in a way to motivate them to go chase what they really want? First of all, they have to know themselves very well. They have to identify what they like and feel comfortable with what they are. Because society always uh, try to put some rules to make everything similar. But we all are different. It's not true that we all are similar. We are not all similar. We are all different. You have different dreams from your brother. Even in a family, you see that I have three brothers and we are completely different. My second brother, he has two, two daughters. Uh, my niece, which I love with all my my heart. <laughs> And my brother actually is 20, well, I think it's 30, could be. Yeah, I think now he's 30, 29 or 30. And we are totally different. His goals are totally different from mine. Totally. Totally. And it's not bad. It's not bad. But you have to know very well yourself. You have to make like, a, in Spain, well, I don't know how to say that in English. It's like um, plano mental. It's like a mental map. Mm, okay. Where you are. I understand. What yeah. do you want and what do you need to build it? I think I understood uh, one year ago that I wanted to understand more people and I decided to study anthropology because I think I want earn money with that career, but it will help me to understand more about the people who I will send the wine, who I will sell the wines, people which I will try to deal and and will make me happy, uh, but you have to know very well yourself. There is not a book. It's, it's not true that you read the book. You start to read the book, and and you, you, all your problem will be solved. No, you have all the answers are inside you. So how did you figure out who you wanted to be? How did you figure out your life? It's a very difficult question because um, I'm not sure. Uh, I think I remember my life was a mess. When I was 18 or 20, because I was a bit rebel, I can say that. <laughs> um, and But I, I, I think I had clear that I wanted to do courses, uh, things that I really like it. Maybe, but I always have clear that all what I did will help me to be better, will help other, and never uh, will make uh, any damage to, to other person. My happiness can be the suffering of other person. My mother used to say totally different things. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, that's the only thing I just keep. And I will take the decision that, that will make me happy. Maybe I can, maybe those decisions won't be the right. I will learn. I will learn. That's it. Mm -hmm. So I won't lose because I will learn. Yeah. Keep so exploring. Now, yeah, keep exploring. Figure out which... All Follow what you like. I and... admire people that try to create a business. Uh, the business is a completely disaster. And they try to make a, a TED talk to say how done fall downs could be. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's cool. You, you teach other people to, to, to not uh, have the same mistake that you had. So keep but trying. I, I can keep yeah, working. keep trying and yeah. keep working and just... If you feel it, go for it. I like it. Don't do what other people want you to do because there is not a role model. There is not. There is not a perfect 
a perfect person. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Mm. I absolutely agree. Yeah. And I think that's a great way to wrap up the show. Everyone, there is not a perfect life, man. There is no perfect life, but that's what makes it beautiful at the same time. It doesn't have to be perfect. No, I don't want to be perfect. It's not cool. Perfect life is bored because yeah, because you don't learn. You don't learn, and if you don't learn, there is live a life doesn't make any sense. I think that's a perfect way to wrap Mm, it up. Yeah. So yes, uh, thanks for. Coming on the show, man. This has been really fun. Oh, well, no. It's, it's, it's normal. I talk. <laughs> <laughs> this is normal. He's just on every, all the podcasts, spitting knowledge all over the place. Maybe so you have can... had too many interesting <laughs> histories here. Mine is, is a very common life. Oh, whatever. I don't agree with you at all. But thank you for coming on the show. Thank you, everyone out there, for listening. This is for me, it was a pleasure, man. Until next time, let's okay. drink more wine. Two, three, See you. Thank you all for listening. This has been another episode of Oyster World Radio. And thanks again, Yazette Ramos, for coming on the show. I hope to be drinking your wine soon, my friend. Maybe ship a couple bottles to Columbus. Keep up to date on everything going on in the Big Sabbatical on Instagram at Nathan.Wanders and the blog of my partner in crime, Jackie Gishwalker at gishoutofwater.com. That's G-I-S-H. Check out the links in the show description for more information. Special thanks to Charlie Milken for all of the oyster jams. Check them out on Spotify or at charliemilliken.com. That's M-I-L-L-I-K-I-N. Don't forget to support the show on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N at patreon.com forward slash oysterworldradio. For only $5 a month, you get all of the behind the scenes plus some unique travel tips, so don't miss out. Once again, all of the links can be found in the show description. Thanks again for tuning in to Oyster World Radio. We'll be back in two weeks. But until then, this is Nathan Lieberman signing off. I can't take control of my life If I'm too busy looking at the stars And thinking about our time that's gone by It's time for a change in my day-to-day scene Time to turn around